What's up, folks? Welcome back to another episode of the Grit, Fitness, and Performance Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Chris Sanchez. And today, I am doing a solo cast. I'm here by myself. I'm actually recording this episode at my house. So if you hear my dog bark or my cat knock something off the counter, I apologize profusely for their inappropriate and unacceptable behavior. How dare they interrupt me while I'm trying to educate the masses. Anyway, um, so today... We're going to talk about something that I think everyone will encounter at one point in their life when it comes to their health and fitness, and I am, of course, talking about plateaus when it comes to your uh, success, when it comes to your results in whatever goal that you are trying to achieve, whether that be fat loss or you know weight gain, strength gain, um, improved endurance, uh, whatever it may be. So we're going to try to generalize all of these goals and talk about the reasons why you may be plateauing or why you are seeing diminished results, even though maybe your efforts are still at a perceived 100%. So the first thing I'm going to say, as always, um, if you guys enjoy our stuff, uh, whatever platform you are listening on, uh, go and leave a rating or a review if possible. It helps tremendously. And of course, if you guys want to learn more about us or just follow us in general, you can do so on Instagram at Grit Fitness and Performance, um, on TikTok at Grit Fit Perform, on Facebook, Grit Fitness and Performance, or you can just go to our website at Grit Fitness and Performance. Um, so having said all that, let's first define what a plateau is. So when it comes to health and fitness, um, a plateau, in my opinion, and this isn't like a, you know, a definition set in stone, but a plateau is a period of time where you're putting in the effort and the results have basically become stagnant. You're not regressing, but you're not progressing. You're kind of stuck in this purgatory of maintenance. Um, and it's not necessarily a bad thing. And it's not necessarily a, a good thing either, especially if you're looking to see continued results. So in my humble definition, what a plateau means when it comes to your health and fitness is basically a period of, I'm going to say one to two months where you have not seen an improvement, a noticeable improvement in your health goals, whatever they may be. Now, I need you to take this statement with a grain of salt because if you're trying to add, you know, 100 pounds to your max deadlift, of course you're not going to add a crazy amount of weight in a one month or a two month span. But, you know, if you've jumped on your deadlift 10 pounds in one month and then 15 pounds in two months, well, that's still. A decent amount of progress and it really boils down to you know how long have you been doing it are you a beginner are you advanced and you know based on those things your your plateau may look a little bit different um so so take these with a grain of salt but honestly a majority of what i'm going to be talking about is probably going to be geared towards fat loss and weight loss just because it's the most common goal that most people, when they come to see us in the actual facility, that's what they're looking to do. Um, but I'll try to generalize things as best as I can. But just know a majority of these things are probably going to be in reference to um, fat loss. So it's been one to two months. You've you've been doing everything that you've 
um, you know, been doing up to this point to see success and you've just hit this wall and you've been stuck for, you know, five weeks, six weeks, eight weeks, and it's just not moving and you've hit that plateau. So what do we, what do we need to do? What do we need to change in order to see continued results? And I've got a couple reasons and we're going to go over all of them one by one in no particular order. So the first thing, um, when it comes to breaking a plateau, uh, is you're going to have to look at your training program. Um, and is it an effective training program for what you're looking to do? Meaning, does your training program match your goals? So if you are trying to lose fat, are you training like a power lifter where you're doing all these single and, you know, doubles, meaning you're only doing one to two reps at a time and then you're resting for five minutes in between sets and you know you're pushing this extremely heavy weight and you know there's nothing wrong with that we love getting clients stronger here at grit um but that method of lifting where you're chasing absolute strength may not be the most effective method for training when it comes to fat loss and then vice versa if you're looking to get strength gains, but you're training like some sort of Zumba instructor where you're only lifting these 15 pound weights for, you know, deadlifts into curl to press. Um, and you're doing 25, 30, 40 reps, or you're doing like this circuit type fashion, that type of training might not be conducive to overall strength gains. Now, of course, if you're a beginner, yeah, you're probably going to see some improvement regardless of whatever you do, because you haven't done anything. But I think once you get a little bit of experience underneath your belt, you have to make sure that your training program and how you're training and the things that you're doing, your sets, your, your, sorry, your sets, your reps, your rest periods, the intensity, the volume, those things have to match what it is that you're trying to accomplish. So again, if you're going after fat loss and you're doing five sets of one rep maxes and you're taking six minutes of rest in between and then you do two accessory exercises afterwards well that might be helping you a little bit but could it be a little more effective in terms of helping you lose fat yeah probably i'm gonna venture a guess that it probably could be maybe that you need a little bit more volume in your program and instead of doing singles you need to be doing you know sets of five to eight reps and then sets of eight to 12, you know, getting a little more volume, a little more time under tension for your muscle. So you elicit a higher calorie burn so that your fat loss will be, you know, greater over the long run. So I think what you need to do if you've, if you've hit a plateau is you need to examine your current programming and you need to see, does my training basically match my goals? The style that I'm training at, is it conducive to what I'm actually trying to accomplish? And then kind of staying along the same lines, um, are you progressing things properly? So let's say your training does match your your goals. So, you know, you, your, your, your volume and your intensity and the sets and reps, they all match up to what you're trying to accomplish. Are you progressing things the way that you should be? So for most people out there, for the general exerciser, you're going to follow what's called linear progression, meaning from week to week to month to month, you are going to increase the intensity, the weight used, or basically just any sort of variable in a linear fashion. So if you used 10 pounds on an exercise in week one, you're gonna use 
20 pounds in week two. You're going to use 30 pounds in week three, so on and so forth. It's a very linear, straight line up for whatever variable you are choosing to progress. But a lot of people will just go into a session and essentially spin their wheels and they'll just do the same thing and they'll pick a weight just for the sake of getting their heart rate up. But if you're not actively tracking your progress and monitoring these things and progressing them on a week to week or a month to month basis, you're, you're basically, your baseline is going to stay the same and you're never going to get stronger. You're never going to burn more calories. You're never going to improve your endurance or whatever goal it is that you're trying to, um, accomplish. So you have to make sure that you're progressing things in a logical, effective, and safe fashion. Now, beyond this point, um, I think a, a point that a lot of people need to touch on is does your training program match your training age? And what I mean by that, your training age is exactly what it sounds like. How long have you been training? Are you a rookie? Have you been doing this for less than a year? Or are you in your 40s and you've been, you know, training for 12 years now, you know? So the person with a older training age, meaning they have more experience under their belt, you may have to basically get a little fancier with how you construct your training program or the methods that you use. Um, and you can't do the things that you were doing day one in day 2000. Now, granted, the basics will stay the same, but maybe how you perform those basics is going to be a little bit different. Maybe you start to include um, some more power exercises or you start to include, um, you know, specific uh, time under tension methods like, you know, one and a half reps or you add a pause at the bottom of your, you know, reps or uh, any of these variables that you can introduce. But the things that are going to work for a beginner are not necessarily going to work for someone who's been training for five years. So you might have to play around with how many days per week you're lifting, how long your sessions are, um, the intensity. There's all sorts of variables that can be adjusted, but you have to kind of take these things into account that, you know, what worked for you the very first time you ever touched a dumbbell is probably not going to work as well, if at all, the 900th time you've touched a dumbbell. Um, so those are the, the aspects that can be kind of manipulated and changed in terms of your actual training program, what's on paper, so to speak. Uh, now, the next thing, the next point that I'm going to touch on is, are you training hard enough? And I know that sounds like a very simple thing to kind of like ask yourself, but a lot of times, especially if you've had a long day at work or your kids have just exhausted you beyond belief and like, trust me, I know what it feels like to come home after, you know, a long day. And then the kids are kind of asking you to play, 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 play. And they have tons of energy and you're running on fumes as it is. And you still have to get a workout. So like, you know, you, you do the thing with the kids and then you, you know, mosey on to the gym and you just kind of go through the motions, you know, like I get it. Life happens. You've got a lot of things going on, but I think you need to ask yourself, are you just going through the motions? Are you actually pushing things hard enough in order to elicit an, a, you know, an adaptive response to whatever you're trying to get to? Are you progressing things properly? So let's say you're doing squats and you have, you know, three sets of 10 and you put a hundred pounds on the bar and you bang out 10 reps, are you stopping at 10 reps because that's all you can do? Or do you think you could probably do 15 reps with that weight, but you're just stopping at 10 because that's what the paper says. The last rep on 
however many reps you're trying to do. It doesn't matter if you're trying to do five, eight, 15, 25. The last rep should be pretty challenging when it comes to making sure you're pushing yourself um, appropriately. So I always tell clients, you wanna leave one rep in the tank, meaning if you're trying to do 10 reps, you should be able to do 11 if you really, really pushed it. 12, not so much. Um, so that's just a good way to gauge how things are going if you are pushing yourself hard enough um, you know, in a given workout. And then another thing is maybe you just try to set a little bit of a timer for your workout. You know, uh, Is a 45 minute workout taking 80 minutes just because you dick around and you're on your phone in between sets and um, you know you're just wasting time and you you know you're just you're, you're punching the clock so to speak. These are all things that I think a lot of people, maybe not a lot of people do it, but everyone should be aware of it because it happens from time to time. You know what I mean? Everyone's guilty of it. I've done it. There are days where I definitely don't feel like working out and I've just moved weights just to move weights. But if that's something that's happening on a consistent basis, it may be something that's going to hinder your progress in the long run. Now, sticking with the training aspect of things, um, and well, no, you know what? Let me backpedal. So this next point is going to apply to everything, nutrition, training, sleep, stress management, recovery, all of those things. And this is a big point. So maybe I should have let off with this, but that's not how I wrote my notes because I just kind of wrote them down however they came into my head. Um, so this point is, are you consistent? And if you listen to our podcast before, or if you follow us on social media, you know that we've posted about this many, 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 many times, as it may be the single most important factor to getting you results um, in the short run and in the long run. Consistency is key. It, I mean, it really is. You will not see results without consistent effort with your training, with your eating, with your recovery, with your sleep. And I'm not looking for perfection because that's unattainable. It really is. No one can be perfect. Life is going to throw some bullshit at you from time to time. You're going to have to deal with it. It's going to derail your progress. Um, I'll use myself as an example. So my wife just had abdominal surgery to fix uh, some issues that she had going on um, from having our two beautiful children. So she had that repaired and she was basically not allowed to do anything for two weeks. She couldn't pick up anything. She couldn't move that well. Um, she was not allowed to uh, nothing, nothing. Now we have an 11 month old and we have a three year old. Now you can imagine what that's like at home. And if you don't have kids, it's uh, hectic. I'll say that. So for that two week period, I had to be dad I had to be mom and I had to be doctor and it was incredibly stressful. It was very time consuming um, and basically I had to put a lot of my priorities in last place uh, and that included working out um, but I still got it done. The workouts themselves sucked. They were terrible, absolutely horrendous. Um, my warm-up weights that I normally warm up with felt like a million pounds, but I still did it. Um, and I think that is one of the reasons why I've seen a decent amount of success up to this point. Now, I'm not the strongest person in the world. I'm not the most fit person in the world. I'm definitely not the leanest person in the world, 
but I would be willing to bet that I'm in better shape than 95% of people on this planet. Uh, maybe. I don't know. In the U.S.? Who knows? But anyway, consistency. When life throws that stuff at you, um, are you going to completely fold and skip everything because things got a little tough? Are you going to modify and make it a little bit easier but still do something? Um, I'm going to say that you do the latter. So modify, do something, stay consistent. It does not have to be perfect, but you have to do something. And I'm telling you, it is a very slippery slope when you skip one workout or when you skip one session of meal prepping or when you skimp on one night's sleep or you neglect to do your mobility routine first thing in the morning because your joints don't move as well as they used to when you were 30 years old. When you skip the first one, the second one is going to be that much easier to skip. And when you skip two of them, well, now you're fucked because the third one is going to be incredibly easy to skip. And then before you know it, you skipped a week and then one week turns into two, two week turns into a month, and then you've lost a lot of progress. And now your plateau has become a regression and that is where you definitely do not want to be. So you absolutely have to stay consistent even through this plateau because a lot of times when it comes to plateaus, people will stop just before they break that plateau. And this applies to fitness. This applies to life, you know, job, finances. You have to keep, and I hate this word because social media overuses it. You have to keep grinding, okay? You have to keep going through with it. Not every day is going to be great. Not every day is going to be good. Some days are going to be pure dog shit. And you just have to endure and you just have to keep going on. On to the next point. Are you sleeping properly. And this is a huge point, probably just as big as the consistency piece, because sleeping literally affects everything. Everything. I, I mean, it affects how hungry you are. It affects how full you feel, how intensely you can train, how well you rec uh, recover from training sessions. It is going to affect the food that you crave on a daily basis. It's going to affect your cognitive abilities. It, believe it or not, or believe it or not, it is going to make you seem uglier and dumber to other people. How people perceive you, they're going to be like, wow, that dude is an ugly, dumb piece of shit. Uh, and if you don't believe me, there are studies to prove this. I don't have them off the top of my head, um, but I've recommended this book before, Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker. He lays it all out for you. And when you are basically skimping on your sleep or you're not getting you know, the, the recommended minimum seven hours every single night, your health and fitness goals are going to be that much harder to achieve. Imagine running a race and you've got a ball and chain around your foot. Yeah, you're going to run. It's going to be very difficult though because you're not going to be able to run as fast as you could. So instead of running a 4-2-40, you are now going to run a 6-4. And all the NFL scouts are going to pass you over because you look like the most unathletic person to walk this planet. So make sure if you've hit a plateau and you're not as strong as you'd like to be or you're not as lean as you'd like to be or you're not losing weight at the rate that you would like to be, you need to be getting consistent sleep every single night, seven hours minimum, and not every night's going to be good, all right? I can tell you that firsthand. 
You're going to have some great nights. You're going to have some okay nights. You're going to have some bad nights. The other night I laid in bed for four hours for who the fuck knows what. My brain just wouldn't shut off. It was like a little black and white cartoon, old-timey cartoon in my head. And then a little monkey smashing cymbals, and it just would not shut off. I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't help it, and I just laid there. You're going to have those nights too, okay? But as long as you get 8 out of 10 good nights, 10 out of 12, 14 out of 16 good nights, it's going to make a difference, and you have to start prioritizing these things. So consistent sleep needs to be a priority. The next thing up, when it comes to the food that you're shoving in your face hole, do your nutritional efforts match your specific goals. So by this, I mean, are you getting enough protein? Are you getting too many calories? Are you getting not enough calories? Are you eating the right kind of calories? All of these things are going to affect what it is that you're trying to achieve. So I'm going to use fat loss and weight loss as another example. Okay. So when it comes to fat loss throughout the day, it's very important for well, not just fat loss, but for everything, that you get an adequate amount of protein. So I think the exact number is like 0.7 or 0.8 grams per body weight. I always round up to one gram just because it's easier math for most people. Are you getting enough protein? Are you getting that much protein in a given day? That protein is going to help keep you fuller, keep you satisfied and more satiated throughout the day. It's going to help repair and rebuild your muscles, which is important for fat loss because the more muscle you have on your body frame at any given time means that you are going to burn more calories by simply existing. So if you're not getting enough protein, you're basically just kind of, you're behind the eight ball on that one. Are you getting too many calories? Are you snacking throughout the day mindlessly just because you're bored or you're sitting at your desk and you have nothing to do are your portion sizes way too big for what you're trying to accomplish and therefore you take in more calories than what you should be doing um perhaps you're not eating enough calories you know a lot of these people think they need to restrict and go on like this 900 calorie diet when it comes to weight loss and then they end up feeling run down lethargic tired and then from for this reason their workouts and their lifts suck and then they feel bad and then they start to sleep terrible because they're stressing about their crappy lifts and then they end up binging 6,000 calories in tacos and beers on Saturday just to drown their sorrows. All of these things are going to play into why you're plateauing and if you've hit a you know little bit of a lull in your success. So go back to the drawing board and make sure that you're basically nutritional efforts are matching your goals. If you want to get really strong and put on a lot of weight because you're trying to gain muscle mass, you can't go home and eat, you know, sauteed spinach and two eggs. You need to go home and crush an entire bowl of peanut butter oatmeal with granola, blueberries, bananas, four eggs, and some turkey sausage. Like that's what you need to be doing. So just make sure that Whatever goal you're trying to achieve, your nutritional efforts match that um, because it's a big reason why you may or may not see success. Uh, probably one of the biggest reasons, honestly. So <clears throat> kind of going right along with the nutritional aspect of things and the sleep aspect of things. Um, so now we're going to talk about does your overall lifestyle allow you to see success? when it comes to your particular goal. And what I mean by this is, 
you know, things like having a sedentary job or having an extremely stressful work environment, or perhaps you have a very unsupportive familial environment, or maybe your friends are not on board with your goals. Um, and that peer pressure is kind of affecting you to drink more than you'd like, or eat more than you'd like, or not work out as much as you like, or not take, you know, a lunch on your walk break. Um, all of these things may not seem like a big deal in the moment, but they will most certainly add up in the long run. And I think this is one of the aspects of health and fitness that not a lot of people appreciate more of. They are so concerned about the short term. What am I doing today that impacts right now? You know, like, yes, you can go to the gym and have an amazing lift and that's fantastic. And yes, you can eat one healthy meal today and you feel great the moment after. But what about all these under the radar things that happen on a daily basis that you don't think about? but they will compound, they will add up. And over the course of one week, two weeks, three weeks, a month, two months, six months, that compound effect is probably gonna have just a big of an impact on your lifts and on your healthy meals than you would ever probably imagine. So getting your steps, making sure you're standing up if you have a desk job, um, parking your car far away as possible, taking the stairs whenever possible, um, whatever it may be you know, that you've got going on with your particular goals, you need to make sure that your lifestyle is allowing you to succeed as well um, because you, you only spend, I mean, at the most, what? six to seven hours working out per week uh, for, for most people, and that's probably on the high side. I would argue that most people spend probably two to four, if that, working out. So what are you doing with the other 166 hours in the week, or 162, however many hours there are in a week? Those are gonna be the things that add up to success in the long run. So if you're killing yourself in the gym, and you think you have a healthy diet, and you're stuck, and you've plateaued, Maybe you need to start addressing the little things, you know, because a lot of people will basically overestimate how many calories they burn in a day because they work out hard once a day for that one hour. And they will underestimate how many calories they eat, even if they're eating healthy calories, because maybe their portion sizes are totally out of whack, or maybe they're not really counting the snacks, or maybe they didn't really take into account the after work drink that they had for whatever, because they went out with a friend two nights this week, and then the weekend came, and they really let their hair down because it was a cheat day, so to speak. You just need to be aware of these things. So does your overall lifestyle allow you to succeed, you know? Now, the one point that I really want to talk about, because I think this is where a lot of people will hit their plateau, um, is you're falling into a trap. And this trap is basically what's known as what got you here won't get you there. And that's exactly what it sounds like. The effort needed to get you to a point of more success is going to be higher than what it took you to get to your current level of success. So, you know, what it took for Elon Musk to go from broke to his first million, it wasn't the same as what it took to go from his first million to his first billion and then his first billion to his first hundred billion, okay? He did a lot of things, he worked harder, he did more things to get to that point. 
you are the same way. So again, I'm coming back to fat loss. What it took to get you to 30% body fat will not be the same as what it takes you to get to 27. And what got you to 27 will not be the same as what it takes you to get to 24. What got you to 24 will not be the same as what it gets you to 22. And the lower you get, the more you have to be prepared to sacrifice certain aspects of your life in order to keep getting results. So you reach a point basically, and I have a whole podcast on this where it's basically does your body fat percentage match your lifestyle? And you can replace body fat with any goal that you want. Does your strength match your lifestyle? Does your endurance, blah, 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 blah. Because at a point, there's always a tipping point for every person, and it's a little bit different of what it takes to get there and what you need to sacrifice in order to reach that goal. So, you know, if you're 10% body fat, the amount of work, the amount of discipline, the amount of sacrifice it takes to get to 10% body fat if you're a guy is a lot higher than most people are willing to do. You better be prepared to give up booze. You better be prepared to give up cheat meals. You better be prepared to exercise every single day uh, and break a sweat, not even just exercise, break a sweat while doing it. Get eight to nine hours of sleep, appropriately manage your stress. Like all of these things are going to come into factor. So now that's an extreme, but let's say, you know, you're, you're a guy and you're at, you know, 22% body fat right now and you're all the way down from 30. Kudos. Good for you. You worked hard. You got to this point. But now you're going to have to put in a little more work. You're going to have to get a little more restrictive with your diet. You are going to have to eliminate maybe an extra serving of whatever at dinner. You're going to have to say no to you know spontaneous ice cream um, with your girlfriend. You're going to have to say no to getting a drink after work, or you can still go out and get drinks, but you better be drinking water. You know what I mean? So it might just be worth saying, you know, is this higher goal worth what I'm about to sacrifice to get it? And if it is fantastic, at least now, you know, what needs to be done in order to get it. But I've worked with a lot of people who, think, you know, getting abs is really important and that's their goal, but they're not willing to do what it takes to get there. And that's fine. You know, I, as long as you're in a healthy range, I don't really care if you have six pack abs or I don't really care if you can deadlift 415 pounds. You have to be prepared to kind of look at yourself in the mirror and say, am I willing to do what it takes? Am I willing to sacrifice certain aspects of my social life, um, in order to attain these things? Um, and if you are, that's fantastic. But now you know what got me here will not get me there. Now I need to add in an extra 20 to 30 minutes of cardio per day. Or maybe I need to um, add in a dedicated 10-minute block of stress management every single day because I'm already working out a lot. But work's really got me down. And I need to basically introduce some sort of meditation, some form of um breathing so I can manage my stress a little bit better? Am I prepared to add in an extra day of strength training? Because I was doing two, but maybe now it's time to up it to three. You know what I mean? These are all things that you need to be aware of when it comes to breaking that plateau. And I think a lot of people will fall into this trap because they see success and it's been a real cool three months, you know? 
what they've been doing has has worked and they've seen continual success and they get comfortable and they fall into that comfort zone you know what i mean and it's not bad to maintain certain levels of success but if you're not happy with it just know now it's time to shift into fifth gear like it's time to you know grind so to speak i hate that word i need to find a different word because i hate saying it but you know come the 32 minute mark my brain starts to wane in creativity um so that's that but um that's that's pretty much it for today so when it comes to you know breaking your plateaus hopefully some of this was quality information um and maybe it you know sparked something in you and now you know what you need to address maybe you need to revisit how your training program is going um you know are you pushing yourself your consistency sleep nutrition um your overall lifestyle maybe you need to have a talk with your friends and family about you know kind of making sure your goals align with what they're trying to do or making sure that they know it's important to you and then just being prepared to that you know once you hit a certain point you're gonna have to work harder in order to break that plateau um so I thought this was a good topic because it, it happens to almost everyone. Um, and of course we, you know, love your, your feedback and questions. So if you guys, you know, heard something on the podcast or maybe you didn't hear something on the podcast and you want to maybe have us elaborate a little bit on us, send us an email, um, reach out to us via direct message. And of course we would love to talk and help. Um, but other than that, hopefully this helps some of you guys kind of break through that plateau or at least kind of light a fire under your ass so you can break through that plateau. Um, but um, yeah, that's all I got for today. So until next time, talk to you guys later.